The following program is proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation, cbf.com.au. Being a HSC student can be stressful. It can be extremely humbling and time-consuming. It takes a lot of self-discipline, energy, patience and persistence. Particularly in such a time where many people advance in their taste, physiology and maturity, it can all seem like too much to bear. The crushing weight of expectations can be paralyzing. Stop for one second. Breathe. Realize that this is just the start of your journey. Pace yourself and know this. The milestones that matter are in the lessons that decorate the mind and not the certificates that decorate the walls. The experience has much more to give you than any mark. The journey is often more fruitful than the destination. So join us as we trek together on a journey beyond the ATAR. The race to the end of the school year brings with it many, many emotions. The most common probably being relief. Exhaustion may accompany this relief in many forms, mental, physical and emotional. So many hurdles have been overcome. So many memories, bitter, sweet or a mix of both, have been made to treasure. The end is in sight and the time for revitalization is near. This is where the race turns into a jog, then a walk and then a crawl and perhaps even a collapse. Why? Where did the momentum go? What could stop someone so close to the end? The most notorious culprit is that which takes on many forms depending on its victim, often disguising itself as overachievement and determination or even underachievement and laziness. It is the invisible barrier that holds many back from advancing to their true potential. It is burnout. Burnout can affect almost anyone regardless of age, capabilities, experience or the like because burnout is not a matter of working or not working, rather it is the depletion of physical, mental and emotional energy. It is the inability to give because of the stress that one has endured. This can happen at any point in one's journey and is not exclusive to that final stretch. However, because it is due to the unresolved stresses that are stacked upon each other over a period of time, it is typically at the end of the journey that one is most overcome by burnout. Symptoms include exhaustion over basic tasks, irritability and otherwise a lack of emotion, withdrawal from passions and hobbies, as well as from family and friends, and lack of concentration, appetite and quality sleep. There are all sorts of other possible symptoms, and they present at different levels. We shall look further into these symptoms and how some people worked through them in the following discussion panel, featuring an HSC student and an HSC graduate. Let us hear what they have to say. 
Today we're joined by our HSC student, Rayyan. Rayyan, how are you? I'm good, alhamdulillah. How about you? Alhamdulillah, thank you for asking. And uh, our HSC graduate princess, how are you? Alhamdulillah, how are you, Dima? Alhamdulillah, good. Thank you for asking. Now, just tell me, first of all, Rayyan, a little bit about yourself, your studies. I do advanced math, extension, English, biology, chemistry and business. And my passions are science and math. And what I want to be in the future, inshallah, is anesthesiologist. If not, then I want to be a renewable and biomedical engineer. Mashallah. Very driven and very uh, very specific as well. And uh, Princess, tell us a little bit about your studies and uh, maybe your future career, inshallah. Um, I'm currently a student at the University of Sydney. I am studying a Bachelor of Pharmacy, currently in my third year. Um, I'd say I definitely want to pursue... um, like long-term pharmacy, so I could possibly go into my master's of pharmacy. At this point, I think I'm just going with the flow and obviously I'm looking towards where I'd want to branch out. So if I want to get into hospital pharmacy or industrial community. Uh, well, I wish you both all the best, inshallah. Thank you so much. So our topic for today is burnout. So I want to address burnout. Um, I know a lot of students might go through it, whether they know the name for it or not. So can you tell us a little bit about burnout? And maybe I'll start off with Princess for this one. Um, I'd say a burnout is like a time period in which a student might experience a sort of mind block where they might feel physically incapable or even mentally incapable of approaching, say, their studies or um, anything that might get them to excel in what they aim for within their studies. And I feel like a lot of it is always dependent on like energy levels. And so they should optimise what they have available and what resources they have available in order to actually avoid these episodes of burnout because burnout can be very harmful, both physically and mentally, and lead to really severe symptoms. I would say a burnout definitely could be a short-term experience for a student but it can also be long term and that's where I would definitely proceed with caution in terms of how to approach getting yourself out of a burnout. Thank you so much and what about you Rayan? what would you say about burnout in your experience? I'd agree with everything that Princess said but burnout is really like for me having a mental incapability to pursue your work or your responsibilities. I feel like for myself burnout it's hard to get out of it doesn't matter whether you do the littlest amount of work or so much work and it's just it depends on the person on how they decide to get out of it yeah I mean I think something that surprised me recently is finding out that even top achievers would experience burnout and even those that maybe aren't accustomed to studying don't really study all that much will experience burnout and um so why do you think that happens why do you think burnout happens And either of you can choose to answer this. I think in terms of the why, it could be um, dependent on maybe outside pressures. It could be unrealistic expectations. Like I know with my personal experiences, burnout was occurring mostly when I was feeling pressured by um, the need to do more than necessary. You know, I would be approaching, say, my schoolwork or anything academic in ways that were just unrealistic. I would set goals that were unrealistic and I would, you know, make a timetable that was unrealistic. And in doing that, I just put too much pressure on myself. And because I felt like I couldn't do it, I would just experience a heavy burnout that um, really affected all aspects of my study. And yeah, I, I definitely saw it in both high achievers and low achievers. And at the time, you know, you feel like you're on your own. You feel like you're the only person experiencing this burnout. But really it happens all around you. So 
we've brought up unrealistic expectations, we've brought up standards and external pressure. So tell me, in your experience, what was the greatest um, factor that influenced burnout? It was just like the pressure to excel mm. and the pressure to achieve high. Like I've, alhamdulillah, always been a high achiever, but to keep that and maintain it, the pressure to do that and to achieve even more than I was, it was just too much. I just stopped doing everything. Mm. I just dropped everything and I was like, nah, I can't do this. So I think that's one of the biggest factors and pressure from family as well. Pressure from family, friends, like I said, the high expectations and the pressure to excel. It's just, that's the main thing for me. Was that something that happened to you in senior year when you got to year 11? Or was it something that happened to you even before that? Before that, I didn't have a lot of pressure. But then once I got into senior years, everyone was like, these are the years that matter. You have to do a lot better. And just people saying that and me thinking, oh, my God, I have to do this. I have to do that. And look at what everyone else is doing and I'm not doing anything. Mm. That caused burnout. And that's a lot different to what other people would, like people yeah. doing more. Princess did more and that caused burnout. With me, I did nothing and that caused burnout. Yeah. yeah so true. it was like that. I've definitely me. seen it in a lot of students even before HSC. And I saw that the problem mainly stemmed from what they thought that they could do and steering away from what they actually wanted. Like I remember seeing a lot of year 10 students, for example, right before having started preliminary in HSC and everything, say choosing their subjects for year 12. And obviously this is very important because it's going to determine the way that you um, approach HSC and what kind of results that you get based off the subject that you choose. And a lot of them rather than choosing what they say were interested in or rather than choosing what they felt was good for them, they chose the subjects that they thought would achieve, say, the highest ranking or would get them what they thought would be the best marks. And I feel like that ended up leading to an early burnout, even in year 11 before having started HSE, mm -hmm. because now they're pursuing subjects that they don't even feel very familiar or comfortable with in an attempt to overachieve. And so I think it could definitely start even before stepping into preliminary in HSE. Yeah, I agree with her. Like from my class, I think my chemistry class went from about 13 people to now six. Oh, and that's because wow. all the other people that dropped, the seven people, they didn't want to do chemistry initially. They were like, yeah. I did this because I thought it would be a high scalar mm. or I could get a high marks exactly. in it. But they didn't have a passion for science nor could they exactly they didn't have an interest for chemistry so then they ended up dropping it and now they're lacking behind in their other classes because they dropped so late exactly it's yeah. true it's something that I experienced in my cohort as well and uh, I feel like this pattern is kind of repeating itself even though it yields the same result in exactly. the end which is people entering a subject which as we discussed is a high scaler it yeah. is if you are able to excel in it but if you're not able, if it's not your passion, if you're not willing to dedicate the hours for this subject, how do you expect it to benefit you in terms of being a high scaler? Definitely. Exactly. And we found a flock of people uh, moving from one subject to the other or just completely dropping it altogether. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then this would lead to not just, say, a student or two experiencing burnout, but now you're getting groups of students that are not understanding why they're already experiencing low energy levels and just feeling completely turned off the subject and yes. they're, they're not understanding why but the reality is maybe the subject's just not for you exactly and you're choosing it just based off the idea of overachieving yeah it's important that people recognize that sometimes a subject isn't for you and it doesn't reflect your poor competency exactly you're competent just not in this specific field yeah, yeah. exactly so 
we did talk about burnout and it does seem like you both have a pretty good background on burnout. So um, what were your symptoms of burnout? What was something specific to you that was most prominent, the most prevalent um, symptom of burnout for you? I would say the greatest um, symptom I experienced and it didn't just have an effect on my approach to my studies and my academic abilities, but just everything in my life in general. I would say it was my fatigue. I felt like my energy levels... I just could not get myself to get back up, if that makes sense. Like, my energy was depleted. I couldn't replenish my energy. I was sleeping so much more than necessary. On holidays, on weekends, I was sleeping a lot more than I needed. And I felt like that was just me trying to avoid the reality of, okay, you have a problem. This is a burnout. You need to get out of it. And in in avoiding trying to get out of it, I would just sleep and I would let the fatigue come over me. And I'd say that was definitely my biggest problem. And in looking at that now, I would give myself that advice of, okay, you're experiencing this. How do we get those energy levels back? You know, if I had just gone on a walk, I honestly think that my entire day would have been productive. And I probably, well, I definitely would have, you know, completed the studies that I know was waiting for me. If I had just gotten up, went for a walk you know, did some exercise maybe. Small victories. Yeah, exactly. And those little things at the time, you don't think of them, but they really make a difference, you know? Yeah, I feel like for me, I had a big wave of symptoms with burnout. I had so much I had where I just didn't feel like eating. I was like, maybe it's just me. So I didn't eat. And then I also had like, I got completely disinterested in everything. Like I love science. I was like, no. I don't want to do biology anymore. I was like, chemistry, I love chemistry. I was like, no, I don't want to do chemistry anymore. Math, I just stopped doing math work. And I also just, I neglected every single responsibility and every single piece of work that I had. I was like, I just don't want to do any of this and I just want to stop. I don't want to do any of this. And I feel like I'm still like that. But with the pressure of like the HSE, I've like, I've forced myself to do stuff and forced myself to sort of come out of that burnout. Because for me, I feel like it was a really long-term thing. And even my disinterest in all of my passions, I just stopped having certain relationships with people, friendships. I just completely dropped everything. I was like, no. And I thought that was just a me thing. Like, that was just something that was wrong with me. But I didn't know it correlated to my schoolwork and the pressure from school. It's true. So, yeah. So, you're in your HSC and you're about to do your exams and... When do you feel like you were able to pull yourself out of that burnout? Do you find that it was within your preliminary years or was it later into your HSC? Definitely later into my HSC. My preliminary years was just not it. My HSC is up until about like just before graduation, which is really bad. But just before graduation, I was like, I need to pull up my socks because the HSC, it's there and it's waiting for me to like do mm. it. So I thought like, you know, what, I have to do something. And I just changed my routine my lifestyle, I just changed it and I saw a difference in... I've seen that in a lot of students, unfortunately, where that burnout period, especially HSE student, does tend to set in right before the trial exams. And I feel like that's such a problem because, you know, the students spend from end of their preliminary year, you know, they start their HSE in the term four, and they spend all that time and all that summer preparing and working on assignments and approaching their studies the way that they want to approach it. But then by the time their trial exams... And the HSE, by the time they reach this, they've they've just burnt out. And so 
trying to get them now back on track in approaching their trials and approaching the HSC. It's such a struggle when, you know, you've been working so hard on all year for these two sets of exams. You know, this is the part where, if anything, you should be far from a burnout. Mm. You know, if you'd experienced one, you know, you, you need to, as Rianne said, she pulled up right after that trial exam period. If it's made clear to students that if you sense it approaching and you're aware of the symptoms starting, get yourself out of it before it's too late, before yeah. it hits you through trials and then could possibly stay with you throughout HSE as well. Absolutely. And, you know, everyone's situation is different. Yeah. And ideally, I think the goal is you take the preliminary year to adjust to this new format that you're not used to using exactly. a syllabus, um, this kind of content workload, um, the way that you're even retaining this information, the teachers that you have, all of it is different. Yeah. It's it's all advanced. It's building on the foundations that you were supposedly have been building in 7 to 10. So it's completely different. Once you get to preliminaries, there is that shock. Usually, ideally, people would use that time to adjust. Exactly. By the time they get to their HSC, they kind of got it going, and then they pick up full speed towards the end when it comes to, you know, that brief time before HSC. That's ideally what would happen. But as we said, everyone's situation is different. Things might happen in the year that cause a burnout completely unrelated to your studies even, something in your social or personal life. So um, is there something, for example, that outside of studies would have triggered a burnout for you? I think just like family I think so much issues with family. Family pressures. Um, exactly, family yeah. pressures. Anything that happened within my family, I was just like, yeah, I just like can't do anything. I don't want to do anything. I can't do anything. So I think that was like a big trigger like for burnout. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people, uh, they lack the ability to motivate a student yeah. going through HSC because especially if you haven't gone through that specific kind of pressure yourself, you're more likely to do more harm than good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about you? Did you find that there was um, some outside pressure? I would say I, the way my perspective was at the time, it was kind of the opposite in the sense of I allowed HSE to just dictate my entire life. Hmm. So, you know, I was running my day-to-day based off how I was going in school. So if I was, you know, feeling like I was achieving really well, if I felt like I was being productive, then that is how I would be towards everything else outside. I was also keeping up with my hobbies and I was always giving more time towards my family. But then if I felt like, you know, I wasn't happy with myself, then it would influence everything else in my life. And I think that that was definitely something I look back on. And, um, you know, I wished I hadn't taken that approach because at the end of the day, you know, HSC... The reality is it's just not everything. You know, we still you still have a life separate to HSE. Other things are more important, you know, as Rianne said, your family, you know, and you taking the time to focus on your hobbies and your religion and your mental health. If the, anything, that's all going to push you to do better in that HSE. Yeah, exactly. And it brings to mind the conversation that we had under the air before we even started this interview about the ATAR and how that yeah. figure is Everything that you look forward to, even long before your HSC yeah, for some exactly. people, uh, like for my, myself personally, ever since I was 10, I was thinking, what's my ATAR going to be? What's my <laughs> HSC going to be like? And as soon as you cross over it, it's like the, the figure completely flies out of your Literally. head. As long as it does what it's supposed to do, which is get you into your desired course. Yeah. Um, and even if it doesn't, you'll find a different pathway. 
I mean, there's so many options nowadays. Exactly. exactly. Um, but as soon as it crosses you over to where you want to be, you that like, figure that's just... It? That's yeah. all that just for that number? <laughs> yeah, and people will ask you about that number and you can barely recall it. Yeah. You'll have I to remember, dig. like, in HSC, just obsessing over, like, say, Ada Calculator mm. and putting what marks you think you're going to get and it's true. wondering what... You, you know, we all went through that. That's yeah. the reality. Every single student... You know, takes advantage of Ada Calculator and puts what marks they think they're going to get. Rian, when I tell you, ask me any single subject what mark I got. I cannot I cannot remember it's the true. life of me. I don't remember my marks. I don't remember, like, the decimal of my ATA. I was sending Dima off air. I was sending her, I remember the number, but I'm struggling to record the decimal point that comes after. Yeah. Like, what was it? You know, and I think that... That makes me now think, really, all I can remember was the memories that I made, subhanAllah, and the teachers that were there for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the connections and relationships I'd formed at the time. And alhamdulillah for um, even the school that I'd gone to, where it was very supportive and, you know, we had so much to look back on. You know, they gave us a lot at the time to not let the stress get to us. And that's what I remember. I don't remember the numbers. Yeah, exactly. Really. As you said, you remember the teachers supporting you in those subjects. You don't necessarily remember the marks that you got for all the assignments. There was a specific teacher who I was very burnt out when it came to her subject. I felt like everyone was excelling above me. I was like, I'm just going to drop everything and, you know, do what I can. And literally that was my attitude all the way up until the HSC exam. I was in that room writing what I could. I left before everyone else. And I ended up doing really well in that exam. And it's all because that teacher inspired the confidence in me. She told me, you have the capability. Do not drop this subject. You have the capability to do this subject. So do it. I remember that. Not all of the studying and all of the stress and all of that. I remember her support, her kindness. I remember the good friendships that I formed during that time. That amazingly, you know, not everyone is as lucky as I am to have friendships that endure past you know, high school, but I was lucky enough to have that. Same, definitely same. I want to ask you, Princess, Yes. when it came to burnout, you experienced overachieving, basing your life around HSC studies. Do you find that you still experience patterns of burnout? I think, I would say I don't necessarily experience patterns of burnout, and I would say the absolute only reason for that is because of my perception and outlook whether it's a degree or whether it was in high school, but I no longer look at what I'm studying and what I'm working towards as a, say, burden or as something that there's no way out of it. You have to get the best and you have to... Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm studying a Bachelor of Pharmacy and it can get really intense. You know, there's some weeks where I've got back-to-back labs and assessments and exams and quizzes and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this, you know? But at the end of the day, subhanAllah, it's just the way that you look at it. I think, you know, this is nasib. Absolutely. At the end of the day, I put myself in this position. This is what I want. So just don't perceive it as something that is going to um, add stress in your life. Think of it as something that you want to do your best mm. and you want to put your all into it. But if you still don't get that mark that you want, then it's for a reason. And I say that to many HSC students even now, I say don't think of your HSC mark as something that determines everything for your future because if you don't get the mark that you want and, you know, that's a very possible reality in HSC, just think of it as it happened for a reason. It's maktub, subhanAllah, you know. For me, I didn't actually get into the degree that I wanted straight away. I had to take a pathway. Mm. And I remember at the time I was so distraught because, you know, pharmacy was my passion. And I said, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything else. 
and it ended up being the best year of my life, my first year of uni, when I'd studied medical science at, um, the, at Western Sydney University. It turned out to be the best year of my life. I made amazing friendships that I still have today. And I look back and say, Alhamdulillah, I'm so glad that I experienced that first year where I didn't get into the degree that I'd wanted because it wasn't just the friendships at the time, the way that my life was, it you know, it, I couldn't have imagined myself having studied pharmacy or going to the University of Sydney at the time. Amazing. So I think oh. you just need to remember Nasib, you know, things, it's everything is maktub. Yeah. You know, it's happening for a reason. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. So alhamdulillah, I haven't experienced the burnout and I don't think I'll ever let myself get to a point where a burnout will take over me, where I experience depressive episodes and anxiety and extreme fatigue because at the end of the day, it's not worth it. Amazing. I think you gave two very golden pieces of advice. Um, the first one being that you should treat these kinds of things as a pleasure. Exactly. They're a pleasure for you to do. You have the opportunity to do them instead of treating them as a chore or a burden or thinking I'm so overwhelmed by everything that I have to do. Exactly. It's everything that I get to do. Um, I think that's a really good perspective to have and very good for combating uh, burnout wherever you go, uh, whether it's work or studies. And uh, the second being that everything happens exactly the way that it's supposed to. Exactly. There's nothing you can do to change that. All you can do is change how you react. How are you going to react to the situation? How are you going to digest it, deal with it your own way? And by exerting patience, you might even find the pleasure in that situation exactly. that initially you thought was disadvantageous for you. Yeah. So thank you so much. Excellent. Now we're going to zoom out of ourselves for a second. We're going to look at the cohort in general. So I'm going to ask you first, Rayan, um, when it comes to your cohort, do you find burnout is common? Do you find that you are able to cope with it together? Is there good cohesiveness amongst you? Yeah, with my cohort, every single person experienced burnout. It didn't matter what subject you did, whether it was hard or easy. Every single person experienced burnout. And everyone was talking about our recess and lunch. I'm so burnt out. But... Like me, no one did anything to get out of it. But some some other people in my cohort did everything they could to get out of it. And mashallah, it worked out for them. And they did so well. Do you feel like you were able to recognise when, because, you know, you said that every single person mm. in the cohort experienced burnout and you were talking about it on recess and lunch. But did you feel like you were able to recognise when another student was undergoing a burnout? Yeah. Like based off whatever symptoms they might have been experiencing at the time? Yeah, you can definitely tell. But because everyone else was going through it, no one said anything about it to other people like individually. Mm -hmm. So we didn't come up to each other and be like, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? How can we help you? It was just like a collective thing. It was a collective experience between all of us. And all of us, I think that's how our friendship as well with our whole cohort also was strengthened because we all went through that one experience and everyone was trying to do something to stop it. Mm. So that definitely helped. I felt in, at the time when I was in HSC, I actually felt the opposite. So you know how you said in all of you going through that same experience, you felt like the bonds were strengthening. I kind of felt like, if anything, it was demotivating me in mm. having to hear every recess and lunch, oh, my God, I'm so burnt out. I don't want to go to the next class. How are we going to do these assessments? We have too much. You know, I'm sure you can relate, Rianne. Like yeah. These are things that you hear often during yeah, exactly. your HSC period. Yeah. If anything, I felt like it was actually demotivating me. And my certain peers were pushing me towards, um, you know, that negative outlook that was keeping me in that burnout phase. Like at mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's all about perception. And it's all about outlook, the way you perceive your studies. It's true. So, 
you know, even myself, like, I definitely was one of those people that was saying, I can't do this anymore, I'm so over this, you know, and I look back and say, like, I wish I did push my peers to get get out of it and to say, no, guys, like, we can do this, you know, let's just get through this period, you know, with this teacher, we'll be fine, you know. Sometimes it just takes that one person, exactly. you know. And um, it's actually really important to recognise that maybe the thing that brings everyone together about burnout is comfort in knowing that I'm not alone in my struggle. But when you voice it out and it becomes the only thing that you hear during that time, you kind of start to internalise everything that you're hearing. And you take it as if everyone else has given up, I'm just going to join the crowd. (laughs) And I feel the same way. Whenever I think about my high school years, I think of how much of a sad sap I was. I honestly, I was <laughs> I was not the most encouraging person because I myself was so consumed by everything that was going on yeah. um, in my personal life, in my HSC studies, and I had such high expectations and so much pressure and exactly. all of that. You have to turn it into something else. You, you can't just keep it all within you. You have to turn it into, all right, this is going on, but look at everything that I could do with it. Yeah. Look at all the inspiration that I could bring out in my peers you know, reignite their fire. I know that this person is good at this subject, that person is good at that subject. We can work together. Definitely. That's what HSC is about. It's That's what it's supposed to do. And unfortunately... I mean, you're all in the same yeah. boat. That's yeah. just the reality. You're unfortunately, all in the same boat. Yeah. And it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. But ideally, this is what we want to inspire the listeners to think about. When you're going into HSC, work cohesively from the start. Trust me, it'll help you in the long term. Yeah. Share, you know, good notes study techniques, work together, hold each other accountable, remind each other of important dates. All of this, you need to work together. Exactly. I feel like my cohort definitely does that a lot. I feel like we're more focused on our friendship than our actual studies. But in a way, they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So like holidays, we've just made study groups. We go to the library and we just study. We try not to talk, but it happens. But we study. Sometimes it's healthy. You need those breaks. Exactly. We just study. And it helps. Like one person will know one dot point. The other few people won't know. That person teaches and then you just swap. One person teaches another. So I feel like that just really helps as well. Excellent. And um, I think we're about ready to wrap up the episode. Maybe I'll ask Rayanne first to share some advice to the coming cohorts about HSC. I think just don't let it stress you out and don't let it dictate your whole life because there's so many ways to get into uni. There's so many pathways you can take, like Princess was saying before. It really doesn't dictate your intelligence and it doesn't dictate who you are as a person it's just a number it's just a rank all it means is how many people you beat that set the same exam as you and I think it really really doesn't matter like to me it's just a number to give to my family and not for me to be like oh I'm only worth an 80 or I'm only worth a 70 because it really doesn't matter exactly very true and princess any advice for the coming cohorts I think if I was to offer one piece of advice and this is relating back to everything that we spoke about, it would definitely just be um, to have reliance on Allah. Again, based off personal experience and based off seeing the students go through the exact same problems every single year since I was in high school till now, you know, it would just be to rely on Allah. You know, a lot of people underestimate the benefits of reliance of Allah, just having tawakkul, knowing that at the end of the day, it's written. You know, that eta and that number that you think is going to determine your worth, it isn't. And everything that is happening is happening for a reason. So you just simply do the best that you can. Make sure you're prioritizing your mental health and your physical health 
and of course um, keeping your approach to religion as much of a priority. Excellent, mashallah. Thank you both so much. No You're welcome. We hope that you enjoyed part one of this two-part finale. That's right, there's more to come for our dear HSC student listeners. Burnout is such a dense topic, so individual and subjective, and yet so common and universal. Hence, maybe these perspectives resonated with you in some parts and didn't so much in other parts. There is so much that could not be contained in just the one episode. For this reason, we want to provide some more perspective on this topic in the soon-to-come part two of this episode. So join us next time for the finale of Beyond the ATAR, where we dive further into burnout and the HSC experience and end our series with a more holistic view of senior year. Being a HSC student can be stressful. It can be extremely humbling and time-consuming. It takes a lot of self-discipline, energy, patience and persistence. Particularly in such a time where many people advance in their taste, physiology and maturity, it can all seem like too much to bear. The crushing weight of expectations can be paralyzing. Stop for one second. Breathe. Realize that this is just the start of your journey. Pace yourself and know this. The milestones that matter are in the lessons that decorate the mind and not the certificates that decorate the walls. The experience has much more to give you than any mark. The journey is often more fruitful than the destination. So join us as we trek together on a journey beyond the ATAR.